Hi, everyone. Welcome to a massive episode of the Altcoin Bible. Again, we've had another massive week in crypto. It is never, ever, ever, ever boring. We're looking at 28,000, potentially looking to blast higher. And then we had uh, a bit of a technical correction as well as linked almost beautifully with a bit of macro news around rising yields and some issues in traditional finance. But probably more impactful was the Binance issues around the CFTC looking to sue uh, Binance and just essentially turn the screws on that exchange and CZ himself potentially bringing in criminal charges. We remember Binance is the largest exchange by volume uh, on the planet. It's the most used retail exchange as well. So um, that creates some shockwaves in the markets and there was a sell-off naturally. So everything kind of lined up for that pullback. We haven't seen it come back to the 200-week moving average of around 25,600, but we have had a decent pullback. A lot of altcoins really got flushed again, pulled, uh, pulled right back. And we saw a lot of opportunities develop for investors that are paying attention at key support levels and whatnot. And now we're having a bit of a a bounce again higher, um, not from those previous levels, but from this drawdown, we're now seeing a bit of that uh, move back to some previous levels that we saw. So uh, very, very interesting times. I'm going to start with uh, Ethereum. So uh, you've been watching these episodes a lot and every now and then I'll add some commentary like I've done, but I also want to paint, you know, a broader picture on strategy and, and, and where we're looking, um, which maybe is not the reason you're watching these videos. I'm going to tell you anyway, um, when we're in this environment of low liquidity, um, risks abound, you know, over our heads with traditional finance and just generally uh, in markets, we want to stick to assets that have a lower risk profile. So when I'm doing the cherry ripes and wonder watches, that's always in the back of my mind. I just don't want to give you random crypto tokens with low market caps that you know might be looking okay, but at any moment, because of the low liquidity environment, they could just have the rug pulled from underneath them and, and fall and be very, very volatile. You lose 50% in a move type situation. So this is where I'm sitting with this right now. And my cherry ripe for this week is Ethereum based on that criteria, but also based on it is the second largest crypto market cap out there. It's got essentially, it's it's very well trusted in institutional circles and large investment circles. And it has been lagging for a long time. It's just been grinding in this long range um, and just hasn't really broken out yet. It's now threatening to do so, which is a very interesting position. So uh, Bitcoin moved, like I said, up to that 28,000 level. And broke through that 200-week moving average as well. Now, historically, whenever crypto is in a more positive uptrend where the bulls are really in charge, Bitcoin runs first. And then when it uh, sort of stops, runs into resistance like it did in 28,000, it comes back, pulls back, goes sideways, consolidates. That's when altcoins really run. The liquidity moves from Bitcoin, Ethereum, then to large caps, mid caps, et cetera. So that's really, really important to remember. Now, are we seeing Ethereum start to gain? It has been just walloped recently in terms of Bitcoin, Ethereum strength. If you look at the BTCF chart, you'll see that Bitcoin's been running. Ethereum's just been dropping. That tends to be reflexive. It tends to move back to a more mean state. So are we about to see that? I think we might be. So Ethereum looks really, really nice here. Now, my... um, criteria for Ethereum has long been, as it's been, you know, a wonder watch for a very long time here, is that 1720 level. And you see, this looks very similar to what Bitcoin has actually done recently um, in terms of price actions. You see that sort of inverse head and shoulders, that massive pullback, and then the move higher, uh, which is what I think Bitcoin does um, momentarily in the next, you know, week or so. Uh, But we look at Ethereum here, this perfectly looks like that, you know, really flush down to some lower levels, grab some liquidity, hit some moving averages, climb all the way back up, actually climb above 
this previously insanely strong resistance level and is now firming as support. I think this looks absolutely terrific. And you see the RSI uh, just sort of cooled off back to the main sort of area around 50. You know, it, break, it shows strength and breaks through there and it breaks up through here. She's going to, you know, twenty uh, sorry, $2,000, you know, plus. It's probably going to make new yearly highs. In fact, that's not that hard because it already is on the cusp of that. Um, but probably new multi-high, probably, you know, a high within the next the previous year and a bit. So um, that is really consequential. And when Ethereum starts to go, then a lot of other things will go as well. So um, Ethereum looks really, really interesting here. If you're interested in, you know, at areas that, that I'm interested in looking at um, uh, buying Ethereum, it would be, uh, if I just get this one here, Rectangle. In a box here, this is the, the illustration that I want to give everyone here. That you know, once you're above, you know, a key, a key horizontal level like this one is, you really want to see it come back down to that support. So this box here is that area of opportunity. You can also look to play sort of the breakout of, let's say, this. It looks like a, a reasonably obvious flag to me that it's trying to just break up. Um, you know, you get interested above this as well, but ideally as a buyer, you, you want to be buying on these pullbacks towards this horizontal support. Um, so that's that's where I, I get really interested in buying, uh, selling. And, you know, this this as well, just keep in mind, this could break down. If it loses this horizontal, it can easily come back down to these support levels here where you probably want some, uh, you know, I'd be interested in looking at those levels in terms of buying because Ethereum's has shown so much relative strength over this period. It hasn't, it hasn't had that double um, low that Bitcoin did. It was Luna and then FTX. Ethereum didn't actually make that lower low with FTX. It just held, held really, really strong. So that is a pretty big ticket amount. I think Ethereum has a massive run at some point. It's just when it does. Uh, next major support level is probably here. Uh, sorry, resistance level is probably here. So, and how I found that, just so you can see, um, the next real big cluster of, of volume is here. So around that 2300 level. And on the left-hand side, you can see it's been the floor for all this price action in the bear market that was just trending down. So wick, wick, break. So that very clearly to me is um, where you'd be looking pretty seriously about taking profits off the table. Just get my brush. So you absolutely see something like that or you know, whatever in that area. But, uh, you know, I think 2000 as well is a very good place to take some um, risk off the table just because it's a psychological level. But it's likely going to go a little bit higher and really reach into these sort of areas. Then you can pull out the Fibonacci extension and just see where it might go after that, maybe 3500 um, looking at that. But just broadly, this looks really positive for the for the near and short term. Um, so yeah, um, really happy is that as my cherry ripe. It's a very obvious one for me. So looks really, really strong. Now, uh, another one that I could have really put cherry ripe as well, in my opinion, is Litecoin. Uh, you know, it's not as advanced as light, as Ethereum in my eyes, because Ethereum's way up here, let's say, coming back down to that previous sports held, and it looks like it's going to break up. Whereas Litecoin kind of did the opposite. Opposite. It was unfortunately in that kind of phase. You can see the breakup sort of coming back to retest that um, resistance flip support. But then Binance happened, and then we all just had this big crash through. So I think Litecoin has tremendous ability to rally back to these highs and go much higher. As well as you've got the uh, narrative in the background of the Litecoin halving that hits this year in August. So historically, the year before the Bitcoin halving, Litecoin's had its halving. It's always run really, really hard in that year. So this is more of a, a mid-term play, but even in the short term, you just see the relative strength of Litecoin rolling up this line, just point, 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 point. So uh, making those higher lows each time. 
and really eventually making those high highs. So this whole area here has been super, super positive for Litecoin. I'd expect it to continue going forward with this, potentially creating more of a parabola. So it would just sort of start to go almost quite steep. And that's when you really look to, to watch the momentums and see that everything is um, maybe looking to cool off. But what I really like about Litecoin too, in terms of a, um, a buyer's sense, if you you know saw this potential breakdown of support, you'd have these buy levels set in these areas. And why was this so strong? Well, the support was there. It just showed at 86 um, because of this huge horizontal um, volume area. But also, this is on the four hour, by the way, but this is the 200 uh, four hour moving average. So here you can see support was heavily supported, not only with volume, not only with the horizontal, but also a 200 moving average on the four hour, which is just phenomenal. And if we just roll up the Fibonacci retracement in terms of buy areas, the 0.5, that's exactly where it hit. Didn't get down to you know 0.618. That might have been a little bit too greedy to expect to go down there with so much relative strength, but it hit this area and looks to be quite strong out of this. So um, look, this is still a good area, in my opinion, to um, get Litecoin. Then you want to have a look. Um, right now, it's gonna it's running up against resistance, so you can't get over you know too bullish on it yet. You know to break above you know 94 or whatever it is. Um, but right now, again, it's running into this. If it gets above this, then yeah, it, that's above 90, and I think you can get really excited that Litecoin is just going to start to run higher um, and and move into a new phase there. Uh, because this is just so important up here that it breaks. And it's going to be very easy to tell because it just has to break this level. Uh, and then it's in that 91, 92 region. It's back into this uh, chop, this, this volume. It gets above that 94 area and she's off to the races. So uh, sell points would be, um, look, probably you want to front run 100. Um, 99 is probably you know, a good area, 98 point something. In these big whole numbers, that a lot of orders are stacked in those areas. So you, you kind of want to front run that, especially in these low liquidity environments. Um, Litecoin has a bit more liquidity than most, which is great. We go out a little bit further. Uh, I think 120 was the next major area. Let's have a look. So ideally, you know, when you see these market structures develop, you know, Litecoin's coming back down to test these areas. You want to have these mapped out, these support zones. You want to have them mapped out. If you're an interested investor and you're looking to scale in, those are the areas you want to look at. And, and some things we've been finding is psychologically, it's it's easy when price is up here to plot where these support zones are and, you know, think I'm going to buy here, here and here. But when these actions actually, when the price actually starts really ripping to the downside, you do get a little bit nervous. And that's what I find a lot of people psychologically find is it's hitting the zones that they want. Their alerts are firing off. Maybe they haven't actually put an order in, but the alert was supposed to tell them to do so. They see the price, they see the alert, and they're like, mm, I might wait for a little bit lower. And that's when you can really start to make some mistakes. Um, but broadly, um, sell points, yeah, I think oh, Probably rolling up here, you know, it could bring up some more moving averages as well. But I think this here looks like a pretty meaty area. This kind of this breakdown hinge about 114. That's probably another area. See this floor over here. And just generally a lot of these volumes. So 133 is probably the extent of maybe a move that's coming from here. Um, that's just me. Those, those could be your sell levels. Um, also still look for that, that lower entry. Um, because Litecoin hasn't proven anything just yet. But to me, it just looks really strong uh, on the RSI. It's kind of bottom there as well. It's starting to be reflexive. Stock RSI looks really nice. The momentum looks good. Um, and what is it resting on here on the four hour? That's the uh, 50. 
50 on the four hour as well. This blue line here that's come up, it's broken back above, about to retest, you know, held the 200. To me, it looks pretty rosy. So, um, yeah, that's that's my one to watch, but uh, yeah, reasonably confident on that one. All right. Um, now for my danger zone. It's Alluvium this week. It's been a very popular crypto over the last few months because of some fundamental action it had, uh, but it very much cooled off in this top area. I know I was trading it up in this area, uh, expecting more of a higher move. It just didn't really eventuate, and it kind of had the buy the room and sell the news event. So that was interesting in itself because it was in this triangle up here, broke down, found major support um, here, got a big bounce up, almost like a dead cat into this area, made a double peak. We can see that the RSI was trailing off, so bull momentum was actually decreasing while, uh, let me just show you guys as well, bull momentum was decreasing, or well, buying momentum was um, decreasing while price was making a high high, which is a massive flag. That's a, a bearish divergence. And whenever you see that really on four-hour daily, weekly, at some point, you know things are going to roll over in most instances. So that's a bit of a tip there for you guys. But um Here's why I don't like the look of Alluvium right now. It could invalidate this thesis if it gets above this, this horizontal line. But for now, this just looks like a bearish breakout to the downside and a bearish retest on the underside. Um, so if you were to flip this chart and this was a breakout to the upside, you'd be like this, like like um, like Ethereum, for example, it's broken up out of this um, horizontal and it's coming back to retest as support before it makes a larger move to the downside. Um, this is kind of the... You know, a lot of the old ones were following the bear market, like um, Cardano and, and Solana and others. They did this exact same move before they made the next low. So just be careful here. If it breaks up there, bounce, done, you've got an inverse head and shoulders, look great, and then it'll come back up to 76. But right now, if it's just butting heads underneath this, um, you know, you want to wait for a few more closes. And, and I mean, the RSI looks okay that it, it might actually reload, but the proof is in the pudding. And until it gets above that 58 level, I'm bearish on um, Alluvium. And if we just maybe zoom out to see where it could could go, uh, okay, that's really obvious. So 49, let's say 50, might be front run, or maybe see this little cluster of um, candles over here. Yeah, well, 50, 50, 80, it's absolutely no, nothing. So maybe it gets to 51. Um, so that's how you kind of want to look at charts as well. It's, it's very obvious that this level is really, really strong, 50. So orders naturally will be stacked just above it. Also, people will get a bit smart and try and do what I just did and just have a look where the last major concentration of candles are, where it could go. Um, so that's because there's a big oxygen gap here. Generally, when it falls underneath these major levels, it can just run all the way down here. So uh, 51 is probably a really interesting spot for Alluvio. I mean, it's 50... Uh, seven now, so it's really not that much of a fall. Have some orders, you know. I'd be very interested down there. Uh, in terms of upside, yeah, get back above that horizontal. Then you, know, you can look at sixty-six, probably seventy-two, and then you can talk about things from there. But uh, clearly, my danger zone this week. All right, guys. I hope you have enjoyed this altcoin bible. Have a great day. We'll catch you again for our next episode. Bye.